Grace and peace. This is Bishop Wilson. Welcome to the Black Church Leadership Podcast. And we want to thank you for joining us. Listen, in this episode, we're going to share a clip from a Zoom teaching that we've done uh, with the um, Wolfpack, which is the organization that I'm a part of. And we're going to be discussing and talking about communication and effective communication. I think this is going to be a blessing to you. Thank you. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. God bless. So in our lesson tonight, we want to emphasize the importance and how critical it is when it comes to the role of effective communication, effective communication. Um, so that's that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. So um, let me just ask real quick. Let me ask real quick uh, for those that, of us that are on. Um, Dad Baltus, give us give us your your definition of effective communication. Oh Lord, <laughs> um, being able to talk or deal uh, with people uh, for me uh, without having to lose your mind. In other words, do it the way Christ would do it, but being able to talk to people without losing your mind that that's my that's my effective leadership you know be communication being able to just sit down and talk to people have a conversation even if you got to tell them they did something wrong be able to do it in a way where you don't come off being uh and angry that's good that's good that's yeah. good that's effective that's 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 effective communication you don't communication don't have to be angry you're just trying to get, you're trying to have communication and you're trying to, you're trying to make sure everybody agrees or uh, however, even if you agree to disagree, it shouldn't be a place where it's, it's angry. That's good. That's good. Elder Shanta, let me get your, your take on effective communication since you're, you're a person who has to deal with um, people on a daily basis and everybody that you deal with uh, is not happy. <laughs> I said Bishop gonna call me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like effective communication is um not only talking but active listening, um, being able to convey your point across as um Apostle Walter said, not angrily, but getting your point across just firm and fair. That's good. That's good. That's good. Um, Minister Ashley, let me get your your take, because uh, I was bragging to mom and dad on how well you articulate everything that you have to say. <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Um, one of the things that I have to deal with in my job often are uh Persons who have a tendency to underestimate the way that you speak or what you're going to say because they are automatically put themselves in a situation above you. So one of the things that I like to practice when effectively communicating is, as Elder Shonda put it, to actively listen to what it is that they're saying and being able to repeat back to them what they said. 
and to be able to show them that, in fact, you did comprehend what was said and that you can provide a solution to what's being asked of you without getting emotional or without feeling mm. as you have to get your point of thought, that they have to hear what you're saying, that they have to listen to you. It's not really about that. It's it's about two people being able to come together across the table. I've heard what you said. And to that point, I say this in order to come up with a solution. A solution should always be the end goal of that conversation rather than you being right all the time. That's good. That's good. That's good. Uh, can we thank God for Apostle Kuzar being with us tonight? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How we do it? Yes. Yes. So thank you. Thank you. So uh, I wanted to get you guys talking right out the gate, get you talking right out the gate. So I want us to really, really tune into this tonight. As I said on last week, uh, last time, this is not a Bible story. This is not a Bible lesson. This is leadership. So we want to talk about how critical the role of effective communication is in building a strong unified church community. We want to be able to build that. And so as leaders, we've got to understand the importance and understand that it's really the foundation of the success of our ministry. Yes, we have that spiritual aspect where we're praying, we're seeking God, but we've got to be able to articulate and communicate. And as um, uh, Minister Ashley, Elder, Elder Ashley said, when you're, when you're talking to people, it's not about trying to get your point across. It's about trying to communicate. Um, so when you find a church, you find a workplace, when you find a marriage where there's a lot of drama, uh, as I was putting this together, the Lord was showing me where you find that there's a lot of drama. There are going to be a lot of words that's going to be exchanged, but there's going to be very little communication, very little communication. Mom Valters, what do I mean by that? There's a lot of drama, a lot being said, but not a lot of real communication. Well, in a marriage, when you when you're doing a lot of talking, you a lot of times they're talking at each other instead of talking to each other, instead of understanding and respecting where the other person is coming from or what the other person has to say. And a lot of times um, it's <clears throat> in the heat of whatever is going on. Um, if there's effective communication before the heat of the battle, then the heat of the battle is not a problem. You don't... Um, mm. Um, most of our church members say that me and chief don't know how to argue know. Um, because <laughs> we can we can start something and then it turns into a joke because we do all of our communication here at the house so we kind of understand each other when we're not here so we don't talk at each other sometimes we can look at each other and i know what he's going to say he knows what i'm going to say because we've built that rapport mm -hmm. um, through, throughout our marriage like we come in sometimes at night and sit on the bed like last night he looked at me and he said what are we going to talk about tonight you just pick a conversation and just start talking it doesn't mm -hmm. necessarily have to be um a problem it could be about a movie it could be about your day it could anything if you learn how to communicate about other things then arguments are not that you you don't have arguments like that wow that's good that's good because you've built that that um You've 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 built your pattern of communication 
So you know how that's good. That is really good. That is really good. I've still got people coming in. Uh, so when you find a place where where communication is being broken down, it's only a matter of time before there's really going to be some issues that are going to be taking place because effective communication in and of itself fosters good relationship. And that's just what what mom was saying. When you when you're having effective and consistent communication, it's going to foster and allow you to build uh, trust to promote the unity with everybody that's involved. So if you have a ministry, and I've seen this before, you, you have a ministry where they have leaders that are in place, they've got people that are ready and willing to work, and the ministry is not growing, it's not necessarily means that God is not blessing that ministry. However, it does mean one of two things. And those of you that are taking, taking notes, you want to write this down. Number one, one of, one of two things is happening. Um, that the vision is not resonating with the people. The vision is not resonating with the people or perhaps not enough people are hearing the vision so it can reach that critical tipping point. I know some leaders that only share their vision with, with the other leaders in the ministry. Everybody in the ministry needs to know why you do what you do. Everyone needs to know, so that that everybody needs to be able to um, be able to articulate to to an extent why are we doing what we're doing, why are we um, here, and what values do we hold. So you can't share your vision with just the leaders. You got to share it with the entire church. If if, if the senior pastors, please get that. You've got to share your vision with the entire church. And I think that um, I, I may, the next time we come on, we may talk about constructing your vision because, uh, and this is just for me. And, and, you know, I'm, and I'm not, when I say this, I'm not throwing off in, on anybody. I'm talking about from where I am right now, we're getting ready to go into a storefront. So it would be crazy for me in my vision to be talking about, I can't wait to build our $2 million building. Well, that may be where we're going, but we need a vision that is closer to where we are that can, as we said, the vision is not resonating with the people. You can't talk about uh, something that you're not even in the vicinity of. So when we were uh, at the low, we're, we're still there until the end of this month, the location that we're at, you know, we talked about God giving us our own, God moving. So, so where, what is that next stage of where, from where you are that you're reaching toward? So you got to make sure that the vision resonates with the people. You got to make sure that enough people know the vision that you can reach that critical mass, that critical tipping point of starting to have them to articulate the vision to other people, because you've got to make sure that that vision is being conveyed. And you got to know what your not only what your vision is, what's your mission? How am I going to fulfill the vision? What steps do I need to take? So if you're not effectively articulating the vision to your leaders, then they won't be able to articulate it down to other people. So if you're taking notes, uh, this might be something that you want to, uh, to take a good note on. It says, if you're a leader, you may have 100% of the information.
but you can only transfer 60% to those that are listening. You're only going to be able to transfer 60% to those that are listening. And studies show that people only retain 25 to 50% of what they're hearing. And as time goes by, the next few hours, the retention rate declines. So if the leader, you got 100%, you know your message, you've, 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 you've spent time with God, you've put your message together for the week, you, you know 100% of what God is sharing for you to do. When you come to that pulpit, no matter how effective your communication is, you're only going to uh, be able to uh, transfer 50, uh, 60% and they're only going to get 25 to 50, depending on who's listening and what things and factors are going on around them uh, that may distract them from being able to comprehend. Uh, and we'll talk about the different things that can hinder. So this idea of emphasizing communication, we also got to talk about the difficulties in effective information uh, and communicating information between leaders and members in the church. Even if you are a leader uh, and you have all the necessary information, there are going to be barriers. There's going to be communication barriers. There's going to be communication style uh, that, 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 that could be a hindrance. Somebody, somebody give me uh, uh, an example of a communication style that could hinder, that could be a hindrance. What's a communication style that could be a hindrance when you're trying to communicate? Texting and writing notes because it doesn't come across the same as talking to people and saying, because people can misconstrue what you've written or what you've texted. Wonderful. Wonderful. Someone else, what's another communication style that could be unproductive? Let's say it like that. Your tone. Your tone. Talk to us, Apostle. That's right. <laughs> Your tone. Your Talk tone. to us, Apostle. Just, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Right, right. How you say it. Exactly. Exactly. Another one is language barriers uh, or simply a lack of understanding on the part of the listener. The listener may not. You can't talk to that new saint about sanctification and glorification without breaking that thing down and helping them to understand what you're talking about. So as a leader, we have to be mindful of the challenges that we have to overcome when it comes down to our communication. Uh, and and the, this may involve us having different communication methods. Some people may do better if you do uh, write a letter to them. Uh, some may do better if you say, hey, come, let's talk about this. So um, your preaching cannot be the only means that you use to share your vision. It cannot be your only. You've got to use visual aids. You've got to have written material. You've got to have interactive discussion. You've got to seek feedback from the members to ensure that the information that you're conveying, that they are effectively hearing you correctly. 
Because ultimately, by working on our communication as leaders and church leaders, we're going to create a, a more connected, a more unified community, and we'll be able to better equip the ones that are working with us to help us to fulfill the mission and the purpose. So we're going to, we're going to, um, I'm going to give you a question and we're going to go into the breakout rooms. Question is, as a leader, as a leader, you have to take 100% responsibility for the quality of your communication. As a leader, you have to take 100% responsibility for the quality of your communication. I want you guys to go in and discuss what does that mean? Taking 100% responsibility for the quality of your communication. You have been listening to the Black Church Leadership Podcast with Master Life Coach and NLP Practitioner, Apostle Martin Wilson. 